Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsbury. Quick little impeachment update. They have adjourned the recess, if that's how I phrase that, and Adam Schiff is back making his case. Anyway, uh, we will continue to follow that throughout the day in case there are any exciting developments. Um, And in the meantime, I want to talk to you about something coming up today, and it is a deadline, a pretty important deadline for the folks who are behind the tax uh, referendum process. You remember not too long ago, the Utah House of Representatives and the Senate, they got together in a special session and debated and ultimately passed a tax reform measure. Well, there are some folks who didn't think that passage of that measure uh, was a good thing, and there are some options available to you when you have that feeling, and uh, they took advantage of uh, a tool in Utah statute, and that is to form uh, a petition and gather signatures to attempt to put this issue on the ballot for Utah voters here in November. Not long after that effort commenced, uh, Harmon's grocery stores, they, they announced that their 19 locations around the state would allow for the gathering of signatures. Uh, and on the line now, I have Bob Harmon, who is the chairman of Harmon's, to talk a bit about how that effort has gone and what folks can expect over the next few hours. Mr. Harmon, sir, I'm grateful to you for joining us. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you uh, letting me have the opportunity. Can you do me one favor? I'm going to uh, take a little tangent here for just a moment. I, uh, for a time, grew up uh, just near Rochester, New York, as you uh, likely know, the headquarters of Wegmans. Uh, I grew up going to uh, that grocery store, and uh, my wife became uh, very fond of Wegmans as we lived out on the East Coast. And uh, when we moved back here to, to Utah, uh, she, uh, knowing that uh, Harmon's uh, was uh, the closest approximation, scurried right over there and has been happy uh, since we come back here to town. Well, just on that note, we uh, spent many days uh, in Wegmans. Um, they're a best-in-class operator back there, and uh, we certainly uh, didn't uh, have everything figured out. So we, we spent uh, about a few plane tickets and spent plenty of time in our stores to uh, find uh, some of the different uh, services and uh, things that we could provide this community. Very cool. Uh, tell us about what you've uh, been letting folks do over the past few weeks. Yeah, so, um, you know, we found out about the referendum, and uh, we <clears throat> decided as leadership of Harmons that uh, this is something that uh, we wanted to get behind and, and oppose uh, the new tax um, regulation or, or the tax bill, the sweeping tax bill. And so we decided to at least allow the public to uh, have an opportunity of space and uh, location to come in and sign the uh, referendum. And uh, that's what we did. And um uh, it's just been completely overwhelming response. Uh, uh, you don't uh, know quite what's going to happen, but uh, it's a risk. Um, you know, people have asked me, you know, is it, you know, did you feel like you were taking a risk? And I, I just say, you know, we take risks all the time. Uh, we're in a business, uh, you know, competing against uh, other operators uh, within our uh, grocery industry. And um, we're making uh, very difficult decisions uh, all the time based on uh, what we need to do to keep competitive and, and be relevant in this marketplace. And uh, we always keep two things in mind when we do that. We keep 
our people that uh, we employ, uh, what is the effect going to be on them? And then the broader effect, what is that going to be on the customers who choose to vote with their dollar um, every day? So uh, it's a risk well worth taking. Uh, we're, we're comfortable with that. Let me ask you this. Is your decision as a company to involve yourself in this matter one based on a desire to maintain a competitive edge? Or was there some sort of responsibility you felt as a member of the community or both? Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the specific motivations to get involved here. No, we, we, it, this has nothing to do with uh, competitive edge. We, we simply know that uh, we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to have locations throughout uh, Utah, so from southern Utah up to up into Roy area. So we knew that uh, we had available space that uh, could be uh, easily accessed for a fair amount of people. And then we, we clearly understood that there were hundreds of other locations, libraries and, and other businesses that were opening their doors as well. And uh, so we felt yeah this 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 would this could be helpful to the to this uh, referendum and uh we were just happy to do that uh we 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 really strongly feel that uh things need to be done i i you know i don't take anything back from our representatives which we elect into office to to try to make really good decisions on our behalf um they're up there you know they're not making a whole lot, uh, uh, you know, in terms of financial to do that. And uh, they're doing it based on, uh, you know, trying to be responsible and to make good decisions. Um, so, but I just think that certainly this needs to be looked at. This needs to be reviewed. The public needs to have an opportunity to, to really read what this is. Uh, number one, more than anything, uh, just to, to that point, I've been in all of our, many of our stores in the last uh, week and a half, uh, thanking all the volunteers who have just been unbelievably um, uh, incredible in giving up their time and putting in many, many, many hours to, to man the tables and be a witness to the signatures. So, you know, credit to them. But I was talking to a lot of the customers and, and literally it was a little bit shocking to me how many didn't even understand what had happened or what this was. Uh, just the fact that we have, you know, a signing table queued that up and then they had an opportunity to learn more about at least what was a part of this um uh, sweeping tax bill um that was a little bit shocking to me that that so many people really were unaware um so that that you know uh, to the point is that's why probably as much as anything that people uh have the right to vote they have the right to review and uh, make their own decisions based on their knowledge and and their their personal um uh peace in this community uh, you know but whether it's uh uh based on uh, their family their their uh business their whatever those those pieces are um within this and and that's all right, and I think that that's probably uh, paramount to this tax referendum is is the fact that let's take a look at it, let sure. let it be public, let us weigh in, um, see what this is really about, and then come November make a decision. I you know I applaud anyone who votes either way. Yeah. Um, it, it's the right to vote, but I think that it's our right to know what it's about. Let me ask you this. How one, that's la- gonna affect us. one last question. Time is tight. Uh, when it was announced initially by uh, your organization that uh, that 
you would be opening your doors and allowing for the gathering of signatures uh, at your locations. The governor spoke out and expressed some disappointment that uh, that there hadn't been communication between uh, your stores and his office. Now, I would absolutely point out that you were under no obligation and uh, were not required by any means to to make that phone call or have that conversation. But in the since then, have you had contact with the governor's office? No, you know, I, I personally have not, um, and, and I'm sure that in time, uh, once this uh, becomes more available to the public and and uh, and, and hopefully this referendum uh, passes, that uh, we we do have an opportunity to have more dialogue. You know, this this all came into fruition. Uh, and I know they worked on it for many, many, many months. You know, I'm I'm learning more and more and more about this uh, almost every day. But um, and and I have read um, I have read this bill. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out on, you know, what that, what that actually means, you know, to, to every segment of this. But, but the bottom line was, is that, um, we were, um, right in the middle of our big, two biggest holidays of the entire year. Sure. It was Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Uh, folks like to eat frankly, that time we, of were, year. we were taking care of our, our, we were taking care of our people and we were taking care of the communities that we, we were served. I, I, you know, certainly we weren't, uh, uh, thinking about, you know, uh, really other than, you know, providing great service and, and doing what we could in the busiest time of, of the year. I'm not using an excuse. That's just factual. Sure. And I, I, uh, this really kind of popped out just, just right within that time frame, uh, to really our, uh, direct awareness. And, and at that time, we're just like, wait a minute. We, this is, this is something that, uh, you know, it was, uh, a, um, it was a, a special session. Sure. It was it was passed. It was signed, yeah. and here it is. And we just felt right then that wait a minute, this is this is something that's going to affect uh, really those people in the community when it's a tax on food specifically, right. and there's a tax on gas that's a part of this as well. But sure. but it's really affecting those that they're already struggling and they're already uh, doing what they can day to day, week to week, uh, to provide for their families. All and, right. And this tax, I mean, we we did the math for Harmons. I mean, you know, we we certainly uh, are in a business, and, and we understand math is and, and, and finance, and as well as uh, many. And um, that's going to cost our customer base, just Harmons, uh, on the same amount of uh, goods that they purchased in 2019 in 2020. If this was to go through, that would be an additional twelve million dollars. I'm going to have to leave it at so, that, sir. Uh, the, the time okay. time is tight, and they're yelling at me to go to commercial break. But to our guest, this segment has been Bob Harmon, chairman of Harmon. So grateful to you, sir, for joining us. Uh, and if you are of a mind to sign one of these petitions, uh, it is his stores across the state that making that possible for you. Uh, next up, a lot of good coverage. We're going to be speaking to Katie Welke, who's the CEO of Primary Children's. They're opening up a, a new location. I'm going to ask her why next. On Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind 
only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.